Welcome to the Small Business Growth Podcast with me, your host, Maddie Giordano. We will talk all things business, branding, and social media marketing so you can turn your passion into success, whether that be a clothing store, a yoga studio, an online coaching business, or whatever lights that fire inside of you. Here, you will find tons of quality information so you can crush your goals, build your business, and make more moolah. Sound good? Let's jump on in. Hey, China! thanks for being here today. Thank you so much for having me, Maddie. I really, really appreciate it. Yes, I'm so excited about this conversation. It's something that I've kind of been diving into myself, being super strategy, masculine, task-minded. I think the spirituality, um, more like feminine side-minded, is really, really important in making that shift. So I'm super excited for this conversation. If you just want to kind of start by sharing your story, who you are, and what you do for the listeners. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm an emotional support coach for those who are stepping into spiritual entrepreneurship and those who are experiencing awakening. Um, Usually when you're stepping into entrepreneurship, it's not so much about making the money. It's really about like getting out of your comfort zone, um, facing up to judgment, uh, finding clarity in your business vision. And so I really help people Um, you know, deal with those emotional struggles. So I'm really like that one piece of the pie where you'd see me for when you're dealing with that. And then you go to someone else when you want to deal with like the abundance blocks. And um, for my story, basically I had a more traditional path. I did my bachelor's in psychology, took some time off. I dabbled in the counseling world, thought I'd do a master's in counseling and it just really didn't feel aligned. And I felt so like miserable in that environment. And that's when I veered to coaching. And then as I went into coaching, I became more of a spiritual person, took a spiritual journey. And now I'm here. Awesome. I love that. And I definitely, like I said, it's something that is so important. And before I really had like my first like business coach that came with like the mindset and like empowerment coach behind it, I never really knew the power behind all of that stuff as well. Uh, what do you really, what is really kind of the basics of it? Is it, is it more coming over fear? Is it more like taking self care? What do you kind of feel like are like the, the very baseline of that avenue of like spiritual entrepreneurship? So for spiritual entrepreneurs, I basically deal with mostly coaches, I would say, Um, and really their struggle a lot is often with niche and finding clarity. They feel like they're always, you know, finding their niche and then they lose it again. And really the main reason that this happens to a lot of them is that, you know, they're holistic. They're meant to be holistic coaches. They're meant to take little pieces of everything that they've learned along their spiritual journeys And, you know, then take the main point that they've been struggling with for a long time and kind of bring them that all together in order to form a niche. But that's a very emotional struggle. Imagine you have no, um, you know, clarity in what you want to do business wise. It's, you know, you'll just lose yourself in your day to day. You won't know what to do social media wise, who to target. 
So um, I deal with a lot of people who are lacking that clarity and who are also lacking the confidence to really step in to their business because so many people are like one foot in, one foot out. And sometimes it's because they're lacking that clarity and sometimes it's also because they're lacking that confidence as well. Um, like so many people, they want to start a course, they want to write a book, but they think, who am I to do any of these things? So it's a lot about overcoming like kind of these mental battles. Yeah. Well, and it's really easy when you're online and on social media, you're just consuming all day. Like it's consuming this person's information and this person's information. And this person is telling you of this problem and this one you have this problem from. And it's really easy to feel like you have to have a course. You have to have a one-on-one -on -one coaching program. You have to do all of these things where that overconsumption can also lead you from like, okay, I need to be this type of coach. And then you're trying to fit that mold and it just doesn't really align with what you actually want to do. And that's when you feel so burnt out. Absolutely. And that is such a common problem I see in my clients who are trying to, you know, um, I don't want to say the word imitate or mirror these other coaches and try to do the same things. But, um, you know, often they do have inspired ideas to, that they want to take, but you know, they're not taking those inspired actions. Yeah. They're not, they're not trying to fit in their own box. Like they're really trying to, you know, be mainstream and they usually find out that it doesn't end up working for them. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I see that a lot too, is people, people are over consuming that they actually like block their creativity because they, they have this idea and then they're like, well, no one else does this. Does this like not work? but they might be the first person that maybe it would work for their audience or test it or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so funny, actually, when I started out, I really wasn't following many coaches and I think it was a good thing. And I try to just kind of keep like a cap on that. I love to like learn from other people, but just to really go from my own inspiration and do my own thing. Um, I try to like not look too much at what other people are doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a huge, a huge tip that I, I give people. And I, I totally agree with that. What, um, what are some like strategies that you recommend other than that kind of to, to mask yourself from turning into just kind of the, the noise of what everybody else is doing? I think it's really about sheltering yourself, which so many people go through on a spiritual journey. And that's why you do isolate so much is that so that you can come into your own person you need to step away from everything. And a lot of people, they lose like friendships on their spiritual path because those friendships can't accommodate the person that they're stepping into. Mm -hmm. Those friendships have been perhaps for some people nurturing the person that you were, how you should be, how society thinks that you should be, or how those friendships believe you should be. And when people start breaking away from that and changing within some of those friendships, like they just start falling away because, you know, you just don't resonate with those people anymore. Mm -hmm. I think everybody in entrepreneurship can see that too, is as they do grow, as you grow into different, different desires and wants and different future visions and things, definitely like some of your, some of your past friendships change, mm -hmm. or at least you, you go into different um, parts of those relationships kind of for different things as you, as you grow. Yeah. And as a coach, you, you really have no choice but to level up in so many different ways. And I think people, you know, they think they're going to maybe step into coaching and it's going to be um, easy. Obviously now coaching, like it seems like a very um, 
oversaturated business, right? Yeah. But, um, you know, people think it's going to be easy. But the thing is, when you start your own business, you will be faced with all of your demons. <laughs> if you can't, you know, have a deadline or work with a deadline, like that's going to be really hard because you're the only one who's holding yourself accountable. Mm -hmm. um, if you can't deal with your emotional life, your financial life, then, you know, how are you going to put your attention on your business? So it's, I think that's why it's such a spiritual process, you know, to become a coach because you really have to face all of this stuff. Yeah. I totally yeah. agree. It is. It's an emotional roller coaster sometimes in different seasons of it. It definitely is. I mean, ebbs and flows and all of the peaks and valleys. What do you really feel like are some strategies that people can use to kind of find what they need to work on or like how they actually like start on that process? So I think for a lot of people, it's just kind of, you know, cleaning up your house. And what I mean by that is like in relationships, right? There's, I mean, a lot of people who are young um, in the coaching world. And I mean, no matter what age you are, you can date, right? But are you dating people who um, are giving you stability, who are um, helping you to be confident in what you're doing? Or, you know, are you dating people who are taking away from your energy and, you know, having these maybe karmic relationships where you're meant to learn a lesson and then kind of move on and focus on yourself and your business. Yeah. So that's one thing. And then I would say like your financial house, there's a lot of people who, you know, may take the leap to leave um, their jobs and they may struggle like with debt and whatnot. And it's not saying that um, you have to have a side job to do whatever it is that you're doing. It's just, you want to make sure that you're able to be creative in your business. And the thing is stress is the biggest suppressor of creativity. So you don't want to be stressed out. So whatever you can do to limit the stress. Um, and you know, I don't know, maybe if somebody, cause I do have a lot of clients, they have debt. So if you have debt, then like, what do you have in place um, to take care of that? You know, and like, if that's not your situation, if you need maybe just a side job to help you support and stay in your lane and what you're doing as a coach so that you can have like more energy to be creative, then that's something also that I would suggest. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I think that's really important. Some things that like, what are, what are day to day, like is journaling, do you recommend, do you recommend like yoga, just quiet time, some of those kind of things? Like, I think a lot of people, a lot of people have like, yeah, like I know I need to work on this. I know it's in my head, but I just, I don't know how to put like that to actual like fruition. I think it should be whatever you like to do that gives you a time out. Like we all deserve a time out and it's, you know, we have to get away from this like hustle mentality. And I think it's really more about alignment. Um, and for me personally, I like to journal. I like to go um, for a walk or like even just read a little bit or have, you know, um, journals of gratitude. So I think it has to be, it's very personal. It's whatever you like, but just taking that time for sure, I think is so important. And I think a big struggle that people have is to take that time because so many people just want to focus on their business mm -hmm. and they feel kind of like guilty stepping away um, and taking that time. But it's 
it's essential, I think. Yeah. Well, and there's so much with that hustle culture right now too, is like, you got to work, got to work 14 hours a day, got to keep doing it, got to keep grinding, which yes, like building a business isn't easy, but making sure that you're taking care of yourself. Like I, like I always say, like filling your own cup, like you can't pour out of an empty cup. If you don't, if you are feeling so bogged down, like it's, it's hard to actually show up properly in your business. Absolutely. I don't think anyone is going to, you know, show up very well from a completely like depleted place. And, um, I was actually talking about this to someone and I wish I had the name of the podcast, but basically he was telling me, um, it's a friend who was telling me that there's, um, a bunch of, uh, successful people who are on this podcast. And he was saying that, you know, most of them, they have a ritual and they also have structure. So they have, you know, they get up at 5am and they do this, but they work a certain amount of time in the day. And it's really not that hustle mentality. It's more of like the aligned mentality, which yes. a lot of spiritual people are about. Yeah, I totally agree. And having those routines, and I might be a little routine to a fault some days, but I think it's good. Like you can wake up, do your whole like morning routine, work, do a night routine, like disconnect a little bit. And I liked your point that you have to do what feels right for you because I think there's a lot out there. It's like, well, you have to meditate for 10 minutes a day. You have to do yoga. You have to stretch. You have to drink all this water. You have to work out. You have to do all of these things. But like personally, like meditation for me is hard. My brain, and it might be because I need meditation, but my brain is such a squirrel mind some days. And when I'm sitting there, all of a sudden I'm like planning my day out and I'm like, oh shoot, like come back to it. And it was something that I realized just really wasn't perfectly for me was to sit there in silence. And so you have to kind of find those different strategies that work for you. Yeah. And it just makes me think of like, even in your business, it's all about tuning into yourself. You know, we're so obsessed with finding answers in our outer world always come back to yourself and what you feel. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. That's what it's got to be about. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. Um, what do you, so kind of moving into spiritual entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. um, do you feel like being like, I don't really want to say categorized, but as like a spiritual entrepreneur, um, can that be like any entrepreneur? Do you think it has to kind of fit into a certain industry or, um, do you think it kind of fits for the online space? I think it fits a lot of people in the online space. I think it's for whoever wants to take that term, like for whoever it resonates for. Um, like even I, I know someone who works for Young Living and their their products like are huge. I don't know if you've seen yeah. them, diffusers and whatnot. And she considers herself a spiritual entrepreneur. So it can fit a lot of people. Personally, I work with a lot of coaches um, because I am a coach. So I've dealt with a lot of the same um, you know, emotional trials, um, of coaches, but I really feel like it can fit so many different people. Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely agree. Um, I, I really do like the whole aspect of things. I don't know if you, if you've worked too much with like the masculine versus feminine energy of sides of things, but, um, do you have anything to kind of say on, on that balance? Yeah. So that's actually such an interesting balance. And I feel like there's, you know, a big part of me that is like very, like have, I have a lot of like masculine energy. Mm -hmm. I'm very fiery, but I also have this side where I'm more like, I can be quiet, shy. Um, but I've actually been speaking to somebody who's very much in their feminine. And at first we really triggered each other <laughs> and it was like, oh my gosh, it was too funny because, you know, 
we kind of just put a bad taste in each other's mouth, but we talked it out. And, uh, and she said, you know, that basically that I was very in my masculine, she was very in her feminine. And we clearly had wounds Mm -hmm. on, you know, I clearly have masculine wounds where I feel like maybe that's why I need to be more masculine. And, um, we've just kind of showed each other something and we've helped each other balance each other out, Mm -hmm. which is so neat. And I'm actually doing a live with her tonight. Oh, that's so funny. um, Do you kind of want to explain like some of the tasks or some of the, like the difference there just for people that are listening? So um, for masculine and feminine? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like I'm really not the pro on this. For me, I'm learning a lot about it myself. Um, But, you know, there are a lot of people who are spiritual, who are on a twin flame journey. Yes. And I don't know if you know about that. But um, they're basically in order to come into union with whoever your uh, twin flame is, you have to balance out these energies. And there's a lot of people who are spiritual entrepreneurs um, who, you know, they're stepping into their business or they're working in their business. And one of the things that they're doing in this business is balancing like out these qualities. Um, Because we have to have a balance between the feminine and the masculine right like you don't want to be working from a wounded masculine place like there's some people who um you know they may feel like in order to run a business they have to be very much in their masculine quality so maybe they feel like they have to be aggressive um and win every conversation Mm -hmm. so i'm not the pro on it so i don't want to talk too much about it but that's just kind of an example i can think of absolutely yeah. yeah, kind of more in that hustle culture is kind of on that masculine side. And uh, I'm not, a, I'm not definitely not a pro on it either, but more on that feminine side, like that is kind of the spiritual side as well is, is balancing the mindset and the strategy and all of that as well. Uh, I think that's super, uh, it's super big. And um, I guess where, where can people kind of find you? And then we'll go into the last three questions that I always ask my, my guests as well. Yeah, so the best way to find me, I would say, is Instagram. So it's uh, China Laura. Um, I don't know if I should spell it out because my name is so complicated. I can put you in the links below as well if you want to find her on Instagram. Um, Do you have like a biggest tip that someone can implement today to kind of step into that spiritual side? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I think it's just removing excuses from whatever your next step is. I know sometimes like, you don't want to take the next step because maybe you feel like um, financially you need more money to take the next step in your business. But I think there's a lot of things in business that um, we just make excuses for. So, you know, like push your excuses out of the way. If you want to make a website, if you want to create some kind of quick link to a course, like it's so easy. There's so many different things out there at so many different prices. So, you know, get out of your own way, basically. Yeah, I love that <laughs> And it really is, it really is. There's so many things out there and you really can, especially in the business space when you're talking to so many people, you can see like if people can just just move out of their way, you can Google anything, you can find answers to some things out there. And there's there's coaches out there for the gaps that you can't, um, that you can't quite answer as well. Yeah, if you want to find a solution, there's going to be one, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right, so uh, last three questions that I always ask um, all of my interviewees, if you had a book recommendation, do you have one for the listeners? I do. So it's a book that helped me um, change my life and it's called If Life is a Game, These Are the Rules by Sherry Carter Scott. Mm, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, really simple read. 
um, and just some interesting, um, just some interesting ways to open yourself up to different opportunities in the world. Ooh, I'll have to add that to the list. The list is long, but we'll put it on it. <laughs> and I really do like, uh, like this question. If you could eat dinner with three people dead or alive, who would your three people be? So I had to think really hard for this one, but I would say Jack Canfield, um, from the secret, then Reverend Michael Beckwith, who talks a lot about spiritual awakening and then my twin flame. Your twin flame. I love it. That's awesome. Uh, those are some, those are some new ones. I get a lot of, a lot of Elon Musk's and a lot of, um, a lot of really big like business people. So those are, those are some new ones. I like it. Um, what is your biggest tip for an entrepreneur? I know you said like, get out of your own way, but do you have anything that you want to leave everybody with? Yes. So I would say, don't let your emotions run your business. Mm, yes, that is so big. And emotions can definitely do it. And everybody's an emotional, at least I am. Everyone's an emotional actor. You make all your decisions, all of your actions on emotions. Yeah. A lot of people do. Should be via intuition, but yeah. <laughs> Yes. Intuition as well. Well, thank you, China, so much. That was so great to chat with you. I, a lot of people will really benefit from that. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. All right, Busy Bee fam. That is it for this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, hit the subscribe button to be notified. I put out a new episode every Tuesday. So get excited for those all about business, branding, and social media marketing. You can get all sorts of tricks on how to grow your small business. Hang out with me on Instagram at this is Hive. I put out a lot of other content out on there. Leave a review and let me know which topics you're liking the most, what you're loving about the podcast. And if you do want to share with your audience on Instagram, I love when I see what you guys are thinking about the podcast on your story. So definitely share that, tag me in it, and I cannot wait to see what episodes you are loving the most. As always, it was a pleasure being here with you. I will see you next Tuesday.